0: Welcome to Craft Your Confidence, the podcast for dreamers and doers on a mission to connect the dots from creativity, intuition, and passion to craft a life by design. I'm Kara Gott-Warner, certified life coach, and I've been on this wild ride called an online business for the last handful of years. It isn't always easy, and I've made a bunch of mistakes, but I've learned that the only way to create confidence is to trust and love up on yourself and connect with your own beautiful advisor, your inner wisdom. And I want you to know I work on this every day. And in this podcast, I'll show you how to do this too and discover that you're just one thought away from stepping into your greatness and unapologetically unfurling your peacock feathers. Okay. Let's get started. Well, hello there. I want to welcome you to this second episode of the Craft Your Confidence podcast. And I have some really awesome stuff to share with you today. So these first few episodes, I want you to think of them like primers on this amazing journey that we're gonna be going on and I'm going to show you how to use a fabulous tool that I use with all of my coaching clients. And I'm sharing it here with you today and then through the next couple of episodes. And so you can come back to this episode again and again. And this tool is called thought work. And so if you're struggling with overwhelm, confusion, anxiety, maybe self-doubt, or any other feeling that you struggle with that holds you back, you're going to discover how you can apply this valuable concept that I'm going to teach you to absolutely any issue you face. And and by the way, it's a tool that I use myself in my own self-coaching. So let me tell you, I walk the talk for sure. Because when I discovered this you know, I've been working as a business coach for the last four ish years or so, right? And I added in the the layer of the of thought work, of mindset, of confidence. Because I knew that this was the missing piece in everything, not just business. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a business, if you're struggling with, you know, maybe it's your professional life, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's your weight. It doesn't matter. It's this idea of working through something and addressing things at the level of the mind is, is the magic. It's the secret sauce. Okay. So this is what I'm going to be talking about today. And I also want you to know that this episode and the next few, um, will be part of a resource guide. They will be the staples in the resource guide that is coming your way very soon. And when it's, when it's ready, I will let you know, but it's, it's still, I'm still working on it. I got a lot, a lot of, you know, I got my hands in a lot of pots right now since I started this new podcast. Um, And it's super exciting, but I just want you to know that I haven't forgotten because I know I mentioned that a couple of episodes ago, but I get carried away. I get excited, right? (laughs) But it's coming, I promise you. Uh, So before we dig in, I just want to also share how you can watch a free training, that will help you unlock the secrets to creating more self-confidence for yourself. And you'll discover that it all begins with learning one simple tool. Self-confidence is something that you can totally learn, and it's way easier to get there than you think. And I help creative women gain awareness that gets to the very root of why they're not feeling confident. The solution I have is super simple because it's already inside of you. So this tool is here. It's just waiting for you to tap into And All you need to do is learn how to tap into this for yourself. So to get this free training, go to caragotwarner.com forward slash craft your confidence. Okay, so let's dive into this concept that I was talking about before. We're gonna dive into thought work. This is the main tool that I personally use for myself, and I also use with each of my coaching clients and teach them to use this for themselves in their own self-coaching. And so today I am sharing this concept with you. How exciting, right? You're going to love this. With this process, I help my clients how to really feel and process through emotions And some that are the most common that I see my clients struggle with, and I struggle with myself, are because, you know, we're humans, we're having this human experience. And these are things that happen. But sometimes we don't know how to navigate them. And that's why it's important to understand this work. And, And sometimes, you know, to really understand or get to that level of understanding how a coach can totally help. So some of those common Um, emotions that we feel that we struggle with. And maybe some of these are familiar. Anxiety, confusion, self-doubt. And those are just like some of the top ones, right? Um, And in this series of episodes, I'm going to show you that instead of avoiding them, which is probably what you're doing, right? White knuckling, trying to wish them away, trying to do something that feels good So you can avoid feeling them, but you're going to learn that emotions like these, you know, how to handle them, how to actually process them. And when I say process, you allow them, you realize they're not that scary. They're not that overwhelming, right? And so that is a skill that you can learn because if you allow emotions like these, instead of pushing them away, they're going to come back. And maybe they'll come back even stronger or feel like as if they are stronger because they never really, like that's a, that's something that we kind of, we create this cycle that repeats and repeats and repeats. So I'm going to show you how to break that cycle. Okay. All right. We're going to dive into this. In this part one of my three part series, I'm going to share with you an introduction, right? This is the introduction to this thing I mentioned before, this tool called ThoughtWork. Okay. And you're just going to hear me talk a bunch about this in in the podcast. So it's going to be great for you to hear this now. Um, And so, uh, so you're going to learn the power of thoughts with a five step process that I'm going to be introducing today. And then I'm going to show you the root of how problems arise and why we struggle. And then you'll learn about the solution. And then in the next following episodes, I'll continue this thought work puzzle. I like to, I came up with this, like calling it a puzzle, because it, it kind of is until you see how these all fit together. It's pretty cool. And so, you know, we'll in in the next couple episodes after this first primer episode, um, we'll we'll kind of look at this puzzle, and I'll review you know what you what we've covered up to that point and then just put a, like a highlighter pen, you know, a little highlighter, you know, think of like a highlighter uh marker over the parts of each of these of this puzzle. You know, like that we'll really dive into in each of the episodes. So let's dive into this puzzle that once you put these together, you're going to understand this five-step process to solve any problem you face. Okay, so here are the five components of thought work. Okay. Number one is we have circumstances. We have facts in the world, right? We see things like time, like we have time, right? We, we, we know what the weather, you know, what the weather prediction is. Like the weather is the weather. These are facts, right? So the weather, time, things people say, The money in our bank account, right? So these are things that are outside of us. These are things that we can't control. They're neutral, they just exist. Okay. And the problem, the challenge, which I'm going to share shortly, is that we actually go about trying to change our circumstances. And that's why we struggle. Okay. So this is the first part of this piece, of this puzzle piece, right? Is to understand that there are facts in the world and they are neutral, right? And we then, the second piece of this is thoughts. We have thoughts. We actually have thoughts that are about the circumstances and the facts in the world. And thoughts are like sentences in our mind that we ourselves create based on circumstances. Now here's, I love this analogy and I learned this in a meditation class years ago. I think of the sky, the sky analogy, the sky and and clouds, and others have used this in a slightly different way. But I like to use the sky as the circumstance because the sky is blue, or the sky is dark, you know, whatever. It's night. It's blue. It's gray. It's just there, and it exists in this almost solid way. But it's kind of funny how the the sky is moving and changing. But the way you see it, it's blue, right today. And then the clouds move through the sky. The sky stays the way it is, right? It's blue today. That's the circumstance. That's the fact that you see today. And then the thoughts are the clouds because they move and they change. And it's what we, it's these clouds are somewhat, that they are um, influenced by the sky right because it's interesting on a cloudy day or on a rainy day the clouds you're not going to see those really pretty billowy clouds in a in a dark rainy day right so they're just floating also they're floating through the sky that's kind of where i wanted to go with this it's like thoughts come and go right these are things that we have these thoughts we have about ourselves we have thoughts about the weather. We have thoughts about time. What people say, that's a big one. The way people are, the way people act, the way people, you know, the things people say. We have a lot of thoughts about that, right? Our business, which by the way is is in and of itself is a neutral thing. We have thoughts about our business thinking it's not working or it is working. Then the third piece of this thought work puzzle is we have something called feelings and feelings are triggered by our thoughts. This is really important. Listen, I'm going to say it again. Feelings are triggered by our thoughts, not about, they're not triggered by a fact or a circumstance. So for example, you might think, I feel depressed because it's a cloudy day. You can't feel depressed because of the cloudy day, you feel depressed because of your thought about the cloudy day. This is the simplest example, but this is the truth. So you can't have feelings about circumstances. And that, understanding that and then actually believing it and feeling it is so liberating. So that's what we're going to be, you know, we're really going to be diving into this. So in, if you are hearing this and thinking, I just don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> that's craziness just stay with me. And it's okay if you don't believe it yet. That's why you're here. Okay. We're just going to keep seeing examples. I'll work through some examples in a few minutes that you can kind of apply to your own life. Because the only way to really understand feel something is you can understand something logically, but to feel it viscerally, like meaning it's part of you, right? You have to try it yourself. Okay. Then we have the fourth piece of this thought work puzzle of this component. This thought work component is actions. Feelings drive us to show up in the world. So what we do and how we show up is based on how we feel. Plain and simple, period. And and this is really important because actions produce our results, right? Actions, whether we like what we're we're doing or not, like the things that we say is an action, the things that we even think or don't think, right? The inability, like if we, if we resist, that's still an action. If we worry, that's an action. If we say something to someone and we give them a piece of our mind because we feel annoyed about what they said, that's an action. Okay. So This is huge because this is how we show up. This is how we are like that verb, right? The verb in the world. And then I kind of like kind of gave you a little hint about what the next part of this piece, this five piece puzzle is. The fifth one is results. So results are the effect of how we show up, the effect of how we act, right? So we manifest from the actions we get, we, we create our future from our result, from our actions, right? We create the thing that shows up in our life. And many times this is a direct result or a direct mirror result of what we were thinking. So all you need to do, if you have a result in your life that you don't like, you go back to your thought and think, why am I, what am I thinking that produced this result in my life. Okay. So those are the five pieces. So we have circumstances, which are facts in the world that are just, they just are. Then we have thoughts and we create, you know, we create thoughts based on our circumstances. These are like the clouds, the thoughts are the clouds, the circumstances, the sky, the thoughts, you know, the clouds just float on through and they just pass on by come and go. Then the third is feelings, which are triggered by our thoughts, not uh, triggered by facts or circumstances. And then the fourth is actions, what we do and how we show up in the world is based on how we feel. And then finally that leads us to the result that we get. This is the effect of how we show up. Okay, so now that we understand this these five components, let's dive into the part 1 training which I call the challenge and the solution. Okay. So to understand the problem, we first have to look at circumstances. Remember I said, these are like the weather, right? These are things that we just cannot change, right? They're not, they can be proven in a court of law, right? So that's how stagnant they are. You know, there's fixed, they're fixed things. Um, so, uh, so circumstances, like I said, we've got time, money in our bank account. It can also be the number on the scale on a particular day, right? And that's a big one because we struggle. We're like, I don't want that number. I'm so mad. I'm freaking out. And we make, make it mean all kinds of things, right? Another situation that we struggle with a lot because we, we have interactions with people all the time. That's a big part of our life, Right? That is, you know, a, a circumstance for us. What other people say, what they do, how they act, we can't change that. So those are circumstances in our lives, right? So how they act is something that really does influence our thoughts and how we feel, right? So these things are neutral. And so you might be thinking, well, what does that mean? Why? Well, it's because, as I just said, they're they're just, they exist in a... In a very like fixed way. They just are. You know, time has 24 hours in a day. So we can't make more time. We can't make, and I say in quotes, you can't see my quote fingers. We can't make more time, right? And then money, well, we may have a certain number. We can make more money for sure, right? And that's the cool part because that's something that we'll, I'll be talking about in, in a future episode, a more advanced way to really start thinking about our money and how we can manifest more of it. But today, let's say money, I have this much money in my bank account and we make it mean something about ourselves, right? We might think I'm flawed. I don't have the ability to make more money. Like I just, you know, like we make it mean so many negative things maybe. And then that drives us to feel inadequate, you know, ashamed. I don't know. There's so many different feelings you can plug in there. So we all make it mean something. But money in and of itself is not good or bad. That number in the bank account, it's neutral. It's neither good nor bad. It just is a number. Because you might only have made, you know, $10,000 this year in your business. And you might have this thought. And this is a really tricky one. This is a sneaky one that's so easy to change. I only made 10000 this year. And that might produce like a feeling like insufficient, right? But somebody else or you yourself could change that thought. It, but someone else might also have that thought. That's an, it's an intentional thought. They might say, wow, I made $10,000 this year. I'm really on my way, aren't I? You see how, how you can just shift that? So we can have two, two different, you know, people can have two different thoughts about the same circumstance. That's where the magic here, this is the magic. This is the secret sauce. Okay. Okay. So we have thoughts about circumstances, right? We can make them, we can make them serve us or limit us. So another example is time. I love time. So one person might think, they have oodles of time. I love that word. I've been using oodles a lot lately. I don't know why. But one person might think, I have oodles of time, right? Oodles of time to do whatever they want. And then someone else might feel like they are always racing the clock no matter what. And you can't, right? Like you can decide you have oodles of time and you can decide you have no time. Because time is, everyone has the same, 24-7, 24-7, babe. <laughs> that's a little note to self there. Like I get caught up in it myself. I'm I'm obsessed with time, by the way, you know? And I because that's a big area that I coach on, but it's also one that I coach myself on a bunch. Okay. So this proves, hope I've made this case. I think I really have, you guys. But again, if you're still, I don't know, just stay with me. It's okay if you don't if you don't believe it yet, we're going to get you there. But this proves that thoughts are totally subjective. So if it's true that circumstances are neutral and can't change, and that just the way we think about them does, (laughs) this means we can decide how to think about them on purpose. Thoughts are always optional. You're going to hear me say that a lot too. Your thoughts are optional. So here's where, here's where the, the, what I call the challenge in this training, where the the challenge comes in. As humans, we normally try to change our circumstances instead of our thoughts. Okay. So I'm going to show you some simple examples and then go into maybe like another, like more advanced uh, example of like right? Trying to like make money in a business. So this applies to any, any example. I'm trying to give you lots of different kinds of examples based on your situation, okay? So since we know that we cannot change the weather, time, what people say, right? We struggle and we fight against these and we protect what we think instead of going to work to change our thoughts that we have, right? So we protect our thoughts. So what we do is we keep trying to like, it's almost like sitting on a pin. Um, I once heard a meditation teacher say that Buddha, I don't know if Buddha really said this, but I like it, that life is like sitting on a pin. Isn't that crazy? And then we just try to continue to situate ourselves like on this pin. And we never get comfortable because we're sitting on a pin. <laughs> it's so funny. It makes me laugh. Because I love telling myself like, oh my gosh, I am constantly trying to sit on a pin and make my circumstances different. And so we continually and constantly try to change our circumstances instead of our thought. And it's kind of like leaving the faucet running, right? But the sink's overflowing when the simplest solution is to turn off the faucet. That's it, right? So let's look at this in action, okay? So let's take a simple example. Um, so we have a circumstance, which is the 24 hours in our day, or in a day, in everyone's day, the 24 hours in a day. And a thought, and these, this is an unintentional thought, like a, you know, a limiting thought that we may have. I never get things done and can't manage my time. And then someone else might think they have lots of time. So when someone sees, you know, when, if you see, I never get things done, you see the lack, you see the less, you see the insufficiency, right? This, like if someone says, I have lots of time, right? I said this before, lots of time and someone sees less time. This, this immediately proves that it is subjective and that thoughts can be changed. You can, you, the, this is where your power lies, that's why the, the, I t- I'm talking a lot about these about this, about thoughts, because thoughts, you can change. You're, you have plasticity in your brain to change your thought. And so here's what's super important. Thoughts are what drive the bus because they make us feel a certain way. And then that causes us to show up in the world from that feeling. And ultimately, this gives us the results that we get right it's not time that is not enough it's our thoughts about time those thoughts are the reason we feel x y or z right we feel frustrated we feel insufficient so here's an example here's something that i see happen a lot with my coaching clients especially the ones that are working on their business but this is this happens with a lot in a lot of scenarios and you can try this for yourself too so for example your business you have in, in your, you know, your, your fact in the world, your circumstances, your business, like my business, that's it. And then your thought might be, I'm doing it wrong. That's a big one. It's a really big one, right? And so what happens is I will see my clients come to me and try to fix the business, right? Let me, let me, actually, let me back up. I'm going to make this less generic than your business. Let's let's try this one. Something that we do a lot, like posting on social media or going or doing live videos every Wednesday. But let's use social media. I post, I do a story every day on Instagram. So that's a fact. You're doing a Insta story every day. And your thought might be, "It's crickets." Nobody's responding. I'm doing it wrong. That might be your thought. So what happens at this level is that we continue to try to change the circumstance. We keep the thought, we keep the the crappy thought that this isn't working. And so instead of changing the thought, like, I, you know, like, yeah, I love getting on, you know, doing a story. People are going to, you know, it's just a matter of time. Like I'm just showing up every day and I'm creating consistency and, um, no like and trust. Right. But what happens is we keep this crappy thought that I'm doing it wrong and it's crickets. And so instead of doing the stories every day, we decide, okay, you know what? That's not working. I'm going to try doing live videos and I'm going to do it on Facebook. Or I think I need to start running Facebook ads because nothing's happening and I really need to bring people in because I need to start um, getting clients, whatever it is. So so that is what happens, where we keep the crappy thought, things aren't working, and we try to change the circumstance. And what happens is when we have that same thought, we create a feeling, we have this feeling, maybe it's frustrated, and then we act according to that feeling of frustrated and it produces the same result that you were just thinking. I'm doing it wrong. So your result is always that you're always doing it wrong. So this is a great example in business. I see it all the time. Something to think about, my friends, um, if you're in business, because I was caught up in this line of thinking and I, I find myself doing it too. Like I, I will, um, right. Cause right now I am running Facebook ads and I'll think, oh, the Facebook ads not working. I'll have that thought. And I will think that I got to go in and I got to tweak and I, you know, and that might be true, but, but I might have drama around that thought that things aren't working and a way to shift that thought and keep the same circumstance of I run Facebook ads in my business instead of changing that. Like, yeah, you know what? All I have to do, things might not be working, but I'll figure out why. That is a great great way to shift your thought, right? Same thing with being, uh, doing stories every day for your business. Instead of saying things aren't working, you'll say, I'm figuring it out. It may not be working right now, but I will figure it out. I'm on my way. I am consistent. I'm showing up and that's it. And not, and that doesn't mean I'm just showing up for like a week. It might mean you have to show up every day like this for an entire year, And will you, and then you have to decide if you're willing to do that, but it's about keeping that thought that's going to keep you in power and inspired and believing in getting into belief, right? So I'm getting ahead of myself because we're just trying to understand the concept. Okay. So, um, let's look at another example here. Okay. So bank balance is negative. That's a circumstance. And then your thought might be, I'm irresponsible because I don't know how to manage my money. Okay, so now that we can see the differences between a circumstance and a thought, right? Because this is really important, because once we can really grasp that and be like, oh my gosh, all the things that I'm thinking, I'm trying to, you know, sit on that pin, you know, and try to shift my um, circumstances. No wonder I I'm struggling, I'm suffering, I'm, you know, feeling like I'm repeating, I'm like a scene out of Groundhog Day. So now that you can see this, you know, the difference between these, th- these two parts of this puzzle, now I want to just talk a little bit about feelings. We're going to talk more about feelings in the next episode, but I want to bring that in here because just to give it context. So remember that I mentioned this is the third piece of this thought work puzzle, right? You remember that? What we think about drives, and, or I should say really triggers. I like the word trigger here. What we think triggers our feelings and, and emotions, right? And feelings are created by thoughts, not circumstances. Going back to that, just saying it again. It's not your bank balance. You don't feel a certain way because your bank balance is negative. It's not the time or lack of your time, or you think there's lack of time, because lack of time is a thought. That's not a circumstance. Lack of time can't be a circumstance. Or the number on the scale always goes back to your thinking, right? And my friend, I want you to know that feelings are everything here, because these are what drive the bus. These are what drive us to act, to be that verb, Right? So I'm going to talk next episode, feelings and actions. But here's something I want to leave you with until next week, because I think you have plenty to work on this week, right? So I want to give you some assignments, some homework pieces. Okay? So I want you to visualize something that you really, really want in your life. And I want to ask you, I want you to ask yourself, why? Why do I want this? And what will this create for me if I have it? And then the next level of this is how would I feel? Because this feeling is, this is what you're really wanting, right? This feeling, like, so you might say, I want $100,000 instead of negative balance. (laughs) Like, because this feeling of, let's just say it's contentment. You don't have to wait to feel content. You can start practicing that anytime you want. So I want you to think about the feeling, like what this, this thing that you want and how this makes you feel, because it's the feeling that you want. It's not the thing that you want. You want to feel a certain way. The only thing that we're avoiding is a negative feeling. And we believe if we could just change our circumstances... feel better, right? And we'll, we, so what we do is we end up resisting the negative stuff in our life. We might resist the negative bank balance, right? I don't want to deal with it. And then it gets more negative maybe. We resist the negative things because we think that these are the things that actually cause our problems, but it's really, it's how we think. And then we try to change those circumstances, this is like a recap of what we've already done, right? And then we just try to go about to change those circumstances so we can feel good. We try to sit on that pin and find a new position on the pin, but it doesn't work from the same crappy thought. So once you discover that it's all up to your thoughts, and when you see that what you're feeling is because of what you're thinking, then you have the power, my friend. You have, you can have anything you want because you get to feel whatever you want to create this. And then you can begin to create this amazing awareness for yourself that I'm showing you here today. All right. So next week, we're going to be talking about feelings and how those drive you to act, to show up, to be that verb in your life, right? And you don't want to miss this one because this is the secret sauce, right? Once we know how to, you know, think and feel, right? Then we manifest. We are in this manifestation mode. And so we begin to learn how to create what we have, what we have in our life, what we want in our life, right? So we're going to talk a bunch more about how to do that in the next episode. All right, you guys. So. If this all sounds fabulous to you, okay, I want to invite you to have a conversation. This is simple, this is like super chill. It's me and you, we get on a Zoom video, it's just us, one-to-one. Or if you want this to be over the phone, if that feels better for you, totally fine as well, right? And so, we can sit down, we can talk about what's happening in your life, what kind of thoughts are going on, how you're feeling, where you are right now, and I will show you this really cool before and after process. We we take a look at where you are now and where you where we can get you, where we can take you. So all you need to do is sit back, relax and I just ask you a bunch of questions. It's super fun. So if you want to schedule your session, you can go to caragotwarner.com forward slash work with Kara. And I have one more little request because I just started this brand new podcast and I would love it if you would go over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review and rating so that more people can learn about this amazing five-piece tool of thought work because everyone needs to know this. This is like the secret to the universe, you guys. And so if you could leave me a five-star review and rating for this podcast and send me a screenshot of your review, and then I will read it here on the podcast and I'll give you a nice shout out if you want it, but I will do that. I will shout you out on this podcast, say hello, you know, thank you for sharing and read your review. I'll read your review. And if you have a business, I'll give you a little shout out for your business as well. All right, you guys. So I'll see you next time. Take care.